Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Uh-huh. Hey, Mimi. Uh-huh. Hey, Gigi. When you're driving around, just seeing the town, sitting bored at home, feeling all alone. Fill up the glass, pick out a glass. We got the tea, we got the sauce. Get queerified. Okay. Yeah. Let's get queerified. Hi, I'm Gigi. Hi, I'm Mimi. And you are listening to Queerified. Our next guest is mysterious to say the least. Who is it? I don't know. I know who's coming over, but I don't know who's showing up. What? What do you mean? She has a lot of different faces and a lot of different personas. Okay, I feel like in my head I'm getting warmer. Give me some clues. She recently resurrected a character with the help of Balenciaga. Ooh. Oh, is she made of stone? No, she's all prosthetics, bitch. Okay, well, before we get started, don't forget to call in to the Queerified hotline at 1-844-QUERIES. That's Q-U-E-E-R-Y-S. Call and ask us anything. We are an open book and we'll help you with everything. Also, please leave us a nice review in five stars if you are so inclined, like this one from Brebeline. She says this is the most fun, safe space. She also says this show is amazing, iconic, important, and it brightens my day. Aw, well, mission accomplished. Back to our enigmatic special guest. She is one of the greatest artists of our generation. An outstanding visionary. An inspiring genius. A master of performance art. And has a tongue that's sharper than Gordon Ramsay's knife. Here she is. The Alexis Stone. All right, welcome back, everyone. We are here with... With... Alexis Stone. Yes. Oh my God, you flew the pond to be here. Just for this. It's been two years since I've been here. I mean, how does the house look? How is she sitting? She's sitting. She's lasting the length of time. <laughs> Did you just call me old? The house. Oh, We're talking about the house, Oh my right? God, from the queen of youth herself. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. No, thank you. Thank you. Always flattered. It is so crazy that you are in LA and like for a long extended period of time because the last time we actually hung out was for Halloween, I believe. Yep, two, two years, years ago. In the were you dressed as each England. other? We were. We actually were. <laughs> um, it's gorgeous. We oh no, you dressed as Gigi. Mm-hmm. I love it. We don't do Halloween like you guys do it here. So it's it much was... better here. Oh, they like shut down the whole thing. Oh, Alexis is freaking out. The neighborhood that I live in, there's like hundreds of kids everywhere. She's like, this is not how I grew up. Mm. And I think Halloween's one of the most spookiest and creative times of life. So I feel like you would have thrived mm. oh, as a kid in the States. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to spending my first Halloween here, but with access to everything that it is that I do. Because you know, like this, we live what Halloween. What would you do? Like it's oh, this is fun. Like getting into geesh is beautiful and mm-hmm. sparkly. Halloween, 
I know a lot of people like to do the slutty and the like. That's me. Are you speaking to me? <laughs> I mean, we wore onesies last Halloween. Because it was around the neighborhood, not for Insta. Yeah. But like, give me the moment. I like to be able to walk around as Doubtfire. Oh, yes. That would be oh like Oh my God, that video. Ugh, if you guys haven't seen Alexa Stone as Mrs. Doubtfire, it is, it's uncanny. I mean, he is long gone, the Robin mm-hmm. Williams, uh, but you know, you really reincarnated that thing. You brought her it back. It was insane. Thanks. It was a fun one. I wanted to, <laughs> growing up as a queer kid and in a broken family, seeing a parent do the un thinkable just to see their kids that's the magic of the film to me i know it means so much to so many people but i'm i was 27 when we did it it was 27 years since the film came out so i was like well this is my moment i'd just done a collaboration with balenciaga so my foot was kind of in the doorway mm-hmm. and i text demna the creative director and i said hey i want to do doubtfire but if i'm going to do her it needs to be like head to toe balenciaga he loved the idea and he just thought it would be such a fun combination so we did it i did it out of my own back pocket um, wow. Yeah, it was inf- pricey. I mean, <laughs> honestly, those photos were iconic. I feel like that is not a bad little foot to have in the door. Balenciaga. <laughs> just texting Balenciaga creative team. Just, you know, just a cool oh, little text. It's funny because I think the team in Paris, who I work with and I love, it probably drives them crazy when I'm like, hey, Demna said I can have like whatever I want. And they're like, we're going to run that past him. I'm like, no, he texts me. Right. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so they, he said we could have our, the access to the archives so they sent someone from paris to supervise <gasps> oh, wow wow so it was fun i couldn't touch anything wow i'm sure it's i mean that is a big deal it's fun so you talked a little bit about how you grew up and i really want to get into that but before we get going queerified is really a, a safe space for everybody so what are your pronouns i know that you are queen of transformations and all that but the real alexis stone like what are your pronouns how do you identify like give us the breakdown i think gender in an overall view is very broad now i think when i present like this i've always gravitated towards she and her of course um just because for me that is the fantasy and like no one Mm -hmm. likes to be clocked even if i do identify as a gay man in my day-to-day living like we don't put all of this time and energy and money and effort into someone like here he comes and i'm looking (laughs) like this i'm like oh wow yeah like this took three hours thank you though but I'm very comfortable with anything and I'm glad we live in a world now where you're asked frequently whenever I'm being interviewed or if I'm working with a publication, it's the first question they Mm. ask. So there is progression. Um, It depends who you ask. If you ask other people, they'd probably call me it and thing. But (laughs) for me, she, her, he, whatever. It is a big, big uh, trajectory that we're on, right? Like in emails Mm -hmm. and Instagram bios, Facebook bios, it's literally all here are my pronouns, which is insane mm-hmm. to think that it, that is something that I fought so long for, other people fought so long for, and now it's just on the platform. And I think that yes. like your art is so inspirational like that. So to go back to your childhood, were you always obsessed with makeup? Where does, where does this like transformational aspect come from? I think growing up in a broken family, I have an identical twin brother as well. Well, mm-hmm. really? Was, I, was identical. I didn't know that. At birth, you guys were identical. <laughs> yeah, he's not dead. I've just... Changed. Changed. Are there pictures of them um, online? Or like, can I look at up? We did a video. No one believed oh. me for the longest time, but we did a video for the first and, time. And how could they believe you? No one fucking believed anything. <laughs> no, else. I barely um, believe you and we're friends. Is it really Alexa Stone here or is it a body double? Um, growing up in a broken family, I think as a gay kid, we all gravitated towards like the femme fatales, whether it was Cruella de Vil. Mm-hmm. Mine was a little bit more obscure. It was more sort of like the serial killers like Sharon Stone and Eileen Warnus. I was um, about to say Sharon Stone. Mm-hmm. Who I love. Um mm-hmm. 
So for me, my idea of drag and dressing up was doubtfire. Like I used to wear fat suits as a kid and like clip on veneers. And um, as that progressed over the years, I wanted to live my fantasy and look glamorous. But um, the just the overall idea of transforming and living in disguise mm-hmm. has always been something I gravitated towards, whether it's masks or prosthetics or plastic surgery. It's all within the same realm of why I do what I do. And um, some of it's a little bit more drastic and some of it comes with higher risks, but it's dressing up and who doesn't love fucking dressing up? Mm-hmm. Has that transformation ever seeped into your real life? Like, have you ever thought you were trans? Have you ever questioned your gender identity? A lot of us have. For sure. I think, and I'm grateful I grew up in a household where I could, to a degree, play with my expression. I grew up in the 90s. So if I was to do that whole process again it probably would have gone a different route. I think wanting to wear dresses and collecting Barbie dolls and saying to my mom, like, hey, I, I, I want to be a woman. I now know the fine lines between, like, paying homage and mm-hmm. it being a gender conversation. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was never mm-hmm. about gender. I just wanted to pay homage. So whilst mm-hmm. I love the fantasy and all of this, there's nothing greater for me to be able to, like, peel it off um, and be it my was an authentic art form. self. For sure. It was your medium. Mm-hmm. I love that. So within the community, who would you say is your biggest inspiration? Is it the gays? Is it the tea girls? Is it like, what, what is it for you? What like drives you? Yeah. Like what? I really want to hear about that. And who are they? Also, who, who is your inspiration? If people are listening and they don't know, maybe they're going to deep dive into one of your icons and be like, bitch, I'm inspired now too. I mean, I've lived with trans women my whole life. So being by their side, I've had the best upbringing in terms of being around the dolls. You learn a lot in a very, mm-hmm. it's not something that unless you're aware of or around, you can really understand. Like you see the beauty and the fantasy and the end result, but there's a lot of heartache. And yes. I've had the pleasure of holding mm-hmm. my sister's hands, wiping blood from their faces. I've even buried a couple of them. It's not as glamorous overall as the end result can often be. Mm-hmm. Um And that really has like prepared me for life. So we all go through our own struggles, but for my sisters Mm -hmm. out there that constantly just face the world every day, like there's so much respect and confidence and admiration for that. So trans women have always been my sort of, Mm -hmm. what I know best, my chosen family, if you wish. But in terms of inspiration, when it comes to what I do, I mean, I've always been gravitated towards the extreme side. So Someone very dear to me, Jocelyn Wildenstein, who most people know as mm-hmm. um, the infamous Catwoman. Yes, love her. Who I love, love her. Literally. The other day, yes. we have a very bonkers relationship. I call her mother. <laughs> love um, her. There's just something so beautiful in being unapologetically yourself in your appearance. And, yes. Um, it's just the ultimate fuck you. And like, it is. And you know what? That is what a lot of trans women give. It is mm-hmm. an internal struggle, right? Like, we do go through this battle of you know, building this thick ass skin and being like, Mm -hmm. I, you know, anyone can say anything to my face or online, whatever. And, you know, it's not going to, it's not going to break me, but also being a trans woman, the beauty standards are out of control and we're all fighting with being feminine and being passable and being all of this. And you grow to let it put it at bay. But I think people like you who really, you know, aren't trans women really relate with that so much because of the savageness of it all. And like, I feel like your transformations and everything is just so extreme 
just like the, mm-hmm. the the cat ladies are like, you know, it's like there's a respect there because as much as we want to act like, you know, this is our fantasy life, the photos we put online, we are still going to 7-Eleven. We are still traveling on planes mm-hmm. like people see us and there is a confidence that you need to build looking a certain way. Even if it is, you know, traditionally beautiful, you may look a little bit out of the box or you may yes. rub someone the wrong Authenticity way. Authenticity is everything. Like when someone does whatever they want, I was talking to Tiffany actually about this. I was watching, I'm not going to say it because it's going to sound so sick. Maybe bleep this, but I was watching Euphoria. No, say and it. Love- Are you go- don't bleep this. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nate. I don't know what it is, but I just love it when people do whatever the fuck they want. I, it's mm-hmm. like a turn on for me. It's so it's like my toxic trait. It's sick. But when someone does whatever the fuck they want, it turns me on. I don't know what it is, but it turns me on. It's the unhingedness. Like, can you relate to that? Maybe it's the unhingedness. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like in any other aspect, but Nate's from Euphoria, I would be on board. But she's a mess. I don't know what it is. I'm just like, yes, you, yes, you do that. It's just. You'd never see it in real life. You always see people being fake and putting something on and holding back. Holding back to me is just, it's an ick. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I agree. Do you think I hold back, Mark? Because I'm kind of like, I don't want to be friends with you situations. if you did. No, okay. it, it's different with you. It's different with you because you're very tactful. I'll say oh, that. Okay. You have tact. I love that word. That's a good, maybe that that's is a it. Because when you were mm-hmm. describing that, I'm like, wait, do I do that? Because that no, can be like a little very fake, but genuine. I want to like protect myself. No, exactly. You to, You're very you genuine, but you know when to do it and then when to, when it's going to hurt somebody, when it's going to turn somebody off, when it's going to affect someone in a bad way, you don't do it. And that's something I struggle with, to be honest, because I'm very tactless, but you're very tactful. Oh, my God. Work. Put me at mm-hmm. war. Dangerous. Yeah, right. Another <laughs> word, a synonym, dangerous. You have to, though. I think growing up trans all queer you have to have your wits about you and it's very much a case mm-hmm. of like reading the room and absolutely even the, like the the proclaimed safe spaces you still have to mm-hmm. like have your wits about you i think we all scream for equality and all of that but we're the first to tear each other mm-hmm. down um oh it's, yes oh, it's so true we talk yes. about that a lot actually and mm-hmm. having your wits about you is important in any field i think you know the second that you let that down uh, in, in your in your whole life, I think that you really get to choose maximum like three to five people, including family, that you really can just be yourself and act mm-hmm. up and act crazy. But for the most part, people will use it against you. Yeah, and like sad. it mm-hmm. also goes to the point that you, you're here in L.A. and I feel like L.A. is the capital of that kind of behavior. <laughs> yes, how, it is. How's, how's it different? Right, exactly. Everyone has an agenda. Barely mm-hmm. anyone is is genuine, um, and the negativity really can get to you. But you've already kind of built up your thick skin overseas, and I kind of relate to this as well. I feel like I have in Canada. What's different about social media in the UK versus here? Now that you've spent a good amount of time here, and does it get to you? Social media has definitely put a sting in my tail. That's the best way to describe mm. it, and. I think growing up on social media, I've made lots of mistakes. I look back and it gives me the ick. And I think if I could go back, I would have done, I think we all would have gone back and done things very differently. Of course. It's a part of our digital footprint and it makes us who we are. And I think as a viewer, there's something really heartwarming about watching someone make just life's mistakes and learn from those. Mm -hmm. We obviously live in a world now where it's not so You're not allowed to make mistakes. Of course, but people now, it's a witch hunt. They... Mm -hmm. scream and crave uh, 
change, but they don't particularly want change. Now it's a death sentence if you make a mistake. Mm -hmm. And it really yep. has put the fear of God into so many people. Me, I don't particularly care. My goal is to stay cancelled so I can't be cancelled again. Oh, I was going to ask you, do you believe in cancel culture? Because no. I believe in education culture. But it's not its not it's so different. much progressive. It's more aggressive at the moment. Definitely. I mm. see these kids and I'm like, they really be going after the good ones as well. I'm like, no yeah. one's yes. safe. You know, it's like if you didn't have mental health issues and anxiety, now you do. Because oh. especially mm -hmm. if you're just coming up, like the kids on TikTok, like I, I love TikTok. It's so much fun. I'll post one like <laughs> whenever I'm feeling it. But it is so savage and so sad. I don't read the comments on TikTok. Oh, I love the comments. Everyone's really nice to me because I'm not like, that. I, I don't really go that savage. I actually go to other people's comments because people are like comedians low key. I like it when they're clever. <laughs> I love clever, it. that's what yeah, I mean. Go kill yourself. That's they're like funny. an off the cuff oh, one. That's yeah, when it's comedy, it's good. But when right. it's so serious, it's like relax, babe. Like it's if like, a guy- It's the internet. I watched this one the other day. This guy, he always cooks shirtless, but with an apron on. And I okay. literally am not like a foodie like that, but I just genuinely enjoy the process of like the ingredients and making food. I'm like, oh, that looks good <laughs> at the end. So I'm watching him and he turns around at one point and he has like bruises on his back and they look like fingers, right? Like from a girl oh gripping God. his back. And it's intentional. The cut is intentional. Yeah. He wanted you mm -hmm. to see it. And of all of the comments are like, are we, and it was like for a mac and cheese recipe, something silly. But like <laughs> it, all of the comments were like, uh, are we not going to talk about the bruises on his back? Like just like funny like that. And I just mm -hmm. love that other people pick up on that mm -hmm. shit. Like it, mm -hmm. it really makes me giggle. It's so a things new like generation. It's a new generation. They're smarter. They're quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that you don't think they're hope. smarter. Alexis made a face. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, they're, they're very clever. Uh huh. Full stop. But they are they they're very they're very strong willed, and they also you know I think a lot of cancel culture is just projection. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't give people meaning. Um, to what they're not saying like the, if they're saying something it's not and you're taking it the wrong way that's on you babe that is not that's like that is not what they're saying I'm usually. 28 like when I have kids oh my like, god you're younger than us yeah you're, oh you're younger than us how old are you 29 are you really 49 I could, yeah. Oh, shut the you fuck up. Like you're, you're 49. <laughs> well, no one's gonna know. Um, it's funny when, like, the kids, because they've watched a few videos, they think they can sort of direct adults mm -hmm. navigating their mm -hmm. way through an already pretty fucked up world. So I find something whimsical about that, especially the ones that try and educate you that still live in their, like, mum's spare bedroom and, like, they're waiting for dinner, which is, like, cheese on toast. And they're, like, finding the spare time to, like, tell other people how to live their life and they do feel very yes. empowered because they follow you therefore they think that you owe mm -hmm. them your life which exactly whether they like it or not it's just not the reality mm -hmm. um so i take it with a pinch of salt everyone has room for growth it's a it's a good thing if we all stayed the same where we were 10 years ago in terms of humor and tv and media that shit doesn't wash now exactly. and i think it's important not to erase it because you can't do that it was a moment in time and i think regardless of the humor or regardless of the humor that made us who we are and shaped our personalities anyone with any common sense can recognize that it's just not where we're at now and it's accepted it is what it is it's not appropriate but moving forward we all have room to grow and learn i mean i couldn't have said it better myself hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. A lot of your art is performance. Um, and, you know, art is subjective. How does it feel when, you know, people take it not in the way that you wish they would? Do you know what? It's the fun that comes with it. The only bit that I find a little bit disheartening is when you put your life and soul into something. And of course, where social mm-hmm. media is at now, you have no idea how something's going to be betrayed or taken or mm-hmm. appreciated. And as an artist, that just comes with the field. I think we can mm-hmm. all speak where we feel our fantasy. We put our life and soul into a bulk of work. We post it and sometimes there's crickets. But we also live in a world now where that's online forever. And you never know when mm-hmm. that moment's going to pop back up. And um, there's been specific things that I've worked on over the years that have not been received how I intended it. When I did the plastic surgery project, that was very much me living my fantasy. I was booked Mm -hmm. to have those surgeries done in Iran. They checked my social media. They saw that I was a glorified puff and they didn't let me in. So I then started sobriety and I rung my friend David and very close to Doubtfire, I said, I need a face. So we replicated everything that I was going to have done. We did it with plastic surgery. And by the end of it, because people were so mean online, just because I had pursued my idea of beauty, it was very Mm -hmm. much translated as this social experiment of um, turning the mirror on people. And whilst that wasn't what I intended, it was one of those unknown territories that was really beautiful to highlight. And it wasn't what I had intended, but art is subjective and it means so many different things to so many people and that's what good art should do is invoke more questions than answers and you put yourself in history with that you did Mm. yeah walk us down the line of for anybody that's not aware uh walk us down the line of the surgeries that you planned to get done didn't do and then built a fake face around making people think that you did and people were so offended that you didn't i mean there were so many different ways (laughs) why that project worked to the scale it did but I think at that time, it was a problematic time on social media. We were all arguing. All the kids were arguing. We were pushing each other to Mm -hmm. fucking suicide point. Um, And they really needed to vent and they needed a target board. And the place where I was with sobriety and ruining my life, I came about money and I'd never experienced anything like it. I fell into cocaine abuse. And when you're gay famous being a fabulous drag queen and you turn up to a venue they expect you to do cocaine they expect you to turn the party and it was Mm -hmm. very appealing until I fucked it up for myself and um, I had a lot of self-hatred and there was a lot of things that I was ashamed of and I put myself in a position where I was like right I I want the world to hate me right now and I took some time behind closed doors I didn't leave the house for three months unless I had the plastic surgery face on it was intense Um, and I, I wouldn't say I came out of it a better person um, but for those that aren't aware, I I basically wore prosthetics for three months, having convinced them that mm-hmm. I'd gotten to have extensive plastic surgery because... We were actually together in Paris, and we were there for a work trip, essentially. I mean, it was my family, but we were there working. And uh, she had these huge cheeks. Everyone thought that they were real, and... I mean, you tell the rest of the story. I think anyone that does anything to their face publicly, you're going to get dragged Mm -hmm. um, because people have this mindset. Which is so weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's like people have this mindset that you have to look like you did when you were 16 for the rest of your life. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I'm not clinging on to being like a scraggly little twink. That doesn't pay my my bills. (laughs) Being fabulous and like 
doing the unspeakable does. And the gag was that she came out with a prosthetic collaboration soon after. So they were fake cheeks and everyone were thinking that they mm-hmm. were real and it was a huge gag. I think it also just goes to show you that, you know, this ideal beauty, like we look at like the most iconic, not even iconic, not, not like the Sophia Lorenz and Marilyn Monroe's of the world who, mm-hmm. you know, of course had their things done as well. But the ones that are really, really successful and famous today that it's like, that's so beautiful when they got their things done and, you know, there's speculation of all the change. There's so much hatred and criticism, mm-hmm. but we learn to grow with it because they're thriving, because they're confident. Isn't it weird when someone points out somebody else's lip injections? I never understand when people are like on Twitter, be like, oh my God, her lip injections are so bad. They look like duck lips. That is so mean. Like, it's why crazy. would you tweet about someone else's plastic surgery like that? That is so weird and mean to me. And it's so normalized. It's so normalized to talk about people's plastic surgery like that in the pub- and it's, in public. And it's different, too. Like, I will say, before I got anything done, it was like, oh, that girl totally has had a nose job. Going through mm. having a nose job or anything, it's so much different in real life. Like, I feel so horrible for the girls that have, you know, bad work or work that, you know, they're getting hated for. And, you know, the, you mm. know that they're not confident and stuff like that. Like, it yes. sucks because it's a dangerous game. Like, I think that people hurt people hurt people. And mm-hmm. I think that that's just something that, like, if you lash out online over someone uh, someone's looks, like, that speaks more volumes about That's so you, weird. Babe. Agree. And, mm-hmm. like someone's personality trait can be a lot more unappealing and unattractive than the way they look. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, exactly. Being exactly. an ugly person, you can't get work done on that. Yeah, I mean, you can get therapy, mm-hmm. but... It takes time. Cheaper <laughs> to get a rhinoplasty. I mean, I feel like you could just be the most confident person and you just have everybody knocking at your door wanting to take you out. Like, it is, like, confidence and personality is infectious and you just... You, people just look at you for like five seconds and they're like, wow, so beautiful, whatever. Now mm-hmm. let's talk. Like they, they, they're they more into the conversation. It always is like that. You'll notice that with everybody. It's funny how beauty standards so. are constantly changing. I mean, we look at Marilyn Monroe, rhinoplasty, chin implant, celebration mm-hmm. is like the ultimate beauty icon. We look at people now like Kim Kardashian, like pumped, stunning, like it's giving a fantasy. Mm-hmm. And now girls are going to Turkey, Brazil, getting Brazilian butt lifts. So we all joke about it, but it's... And whether people like it or not, when Kim leaves planet Earth, she'll be remembered as like the Marilyn Monroe of beauty. I mean, mm-hmm. people now absolutely want the, the, the body. I mean, 10 years ago, women were wearing jeans too small because they wanted that thin Paris Hilton, low rise stone, like flat bum. Now, complete opposite. What do you surgery. think? I want to ask this surgery question. This is very like just intrusive of me, but what's something you've had done or something you know like a friend has had done, which is like so scary, so horrible, you know, stay away from because I I will say about like that body type, the hourglass, I look at that body type so much that I don't even see it as surgery anymore. I'm like, that girl's really curvy. She looks really beautiful. Like, that's just not my mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. I really don't see it as like so, so, so fake. When people yeah. say like, this girl's had so much work done. She's Me had neither. so much work done. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, has she? Because she just has looked like that for so long. She looks beautiful. Yeah. I think, I mean, faces are faces. That's never going to change in terms of things you can have done. But when it comes to body, I mean, whether it's filler or fat transfers, I recently had silicone injections and I know it's a big like controversial I was going to bring that up, but yeah. Yeah. Um, For me, I try not to go into anything with the idea of it being permanent. But when it comes to certain parts of my body, 
I want there to be permanent changes and that's okay. I'm a 28-year-old adult. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make those decisions, which I have thought long and hard about, especially when you're having something like silicone put into you, which is not regulated anymore. Um, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, we could Wait, talk it about was? it. was? Well, it was always a very taboo subject. You have medical-grade silicone, but because the dolls are obviously pumped. Over-pumped. Over-pumped. Yeah. And it's free-flowing silicone. You don't know what that's going to look like in 60 years' time. So mm-hmm. I think as a safety precaution, they just made it completely... Kaboshed it. It's, it's not going to stop any of us. If we want something done, we'll find a way. Um, right. And they do that, uh, what's it called? It's like some kind of gel... It's not silicone, but it's my friend had it done. Filler, what filler? Yeah, it's like in your butt, but it's like uh, something gel, like hydrogel or something. I love that. It's expensive here. Is it? Oh, you buy a you buy a syringe here, and I think it's like ten thousand. And then what's silicone? What silicone is permanent, so once it's in, it's in. It's not going to dissolve like a juvederm or no, anything like that. Obviously, when I'm older. In like 30 years, I'm going to look like a fucking egg in a sock. But (laughs) I have like the resources. And I always encourage people to do this. We can all do work Mm -hmm. overnight if we wanted to. You've got to think about the longevity of it. Because people always say to me, well, what are you going to look like when you're 80? Bitch, I'm going to look the same if I want. Gorgeous. I'm going to look exactly the same if I I want to. I love that question. Wow. Okay. This is quickly turning into the plastic surgery podcast. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know how we didn't think that this would happen, Mimi, but I agree. (laughs) Willem said to me actually one time, she's like, I love that I look at you and I see that you're going to look the same when you are 60. (laughs) And I was like, are you calling me old? But she's like, no, I just know that you're going to keep up with the Joneses and you're not going to like let anything go. And I was like, I fuck love that uh-huh. and I just think that vanity is so fun it's just, fun in moderation I mean I know you take it mm-hmm. to the extreme but everyone does sometimes and you reel it back mm-hmm. it's just like a fun little thing and it, it does play with your confidence like anybody that's asking like oh I really want to get my boobs done but my boyfriend doesn't want me to or my nose job or you know like everyone's like saying this you get it done bitch yeah, done and everyone's then. like you mm-hmm. look amazing oh I meet people yes I mean I probably shouldn't say this say I it. meet a lot of people I see a lot of faces and there's always room for like tweaking, but I get that it's not for everyone and it's a lot more affordable mm-hmm. just to like embrace what you were given. Right. But I think I love the science and I love meeting surgeons who really get the the vision. Mm-hmm. And you have to see a lot of surgeons. Some of them, they have a different sense of style. But when you find surgeons that get the fantasy and they say, when you say, I want a little cocaine nose that looks like Michelle Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. they go, okay, well, you're going to be wearing nose tapes for the next <laughs> six months. But by the end of it, you're going to be fucking snatched. Right. I live for mm-hmm. that. I get it's me not too. everyone. But anyone that comes at me and says, well, you're fake. You're this. Like, you must hate yourself. I say, bitch, what do you want done? I'll pay for it. You see the They're fucking projecting. You see the eyes fucking yeah, light they up. They live. And everyone's in fucking drag. I mean, even like men mm-hmm. in business suits. It's like, girl, Absolutely. we it's know you'd rather be drag. in sweatpants. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? We're all in drag. It's just some people are prettier. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. 
You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com slash Therapy60. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Alexis, <laughs> <laughs> you are not afraid to give your controversial opinions mm-hmm. on anything. We have a list of people that we want to tell you. Oh, some yes. of which you had drama with, some of which are completely random. Mm-hmm. And the game, this is a game, is that you have to tell a story or tell us your honest thoughts on them. Okay, cool. Are you down for that? It's influencers, like Mimi said, some of which you've had drama with, some of which we don't even think that you know. We just compiled yeah. a list <laughs> okay. and we have a little roulette board of mm-hmm. uh, your followers. Mm-hmm. And, and this game is called Shady Lady. And Danny, start the music. Here we go. You could be a shady or you could be a lady. Mm-hmm. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, go. Go, 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 go. Okay, so this is the first one. You actually transformed me into him. Okay. In makeup, Jeffree Star. Uh, iconic. A part of internet icon. Um, he described himself to me as trailer trash with money. So I'm going to leave that <laughs> description... I think I grew I up. That. I grew up. I in feel that the world. same a little bit. Me too. <laughs> about myself. Did you, we grew up. <laughs> I know, no. but I can appreciate the moment in time. But times change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was MySpace times. That was the that was our generation. We were there when Jeffrey Star was touring. When you dragged someone in a fucking bulletin. That was the time. <laughs> that was. What was that? Wait, what? A bulletin was like a, a bulletin on MySpace. Like a status. It was like a status. Mm. Oh, a bull. Yeah, right, 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 right. I thought you meant like a bulletin board. He like dragged someone by that with like darts attached to their clothes. A visual. Digital. Okay, next next person, Nikita Dragon. Oh. I've never met Nikita. I spoke to her years ago. She actually, um, I think she was having a rhinoplasty um, and I was having a rhinoplasty as well and we sort of like bounced off each mm-hmm. other in terms of that. I think it's from a viewer some of these kids are willing to go and do whatever it is to stay relevant and it's dangerous which i think we've seen play mm-hmm. out on social media over the years um i don't know where she's at in life i wish her all the best she's gorgeous she's an inspiration gorgeous but, um it does scare me how far people are willing to go in terms of killing themselves off of views and um that's a good word scares me because sometimes i've been on her lives and it's like are you okay like yeah. as a person, you never know what are you going okay? Through. It's such a testament to that. People mm-hmm. can look mm-hmm. perfect. People can act like it's everything together. We have all done it, you know, maybe not in mm-hmm. that spotlight aspect, but 
I mean, I know I can relate to that. It's like yeah. you act like everything's fine and behind closed mm-hmm. doors you are screaming and throwing shit because you are so going through it. Yeah. And I wish her the same. Okay, I'll go next. RuPaul. RuPaul. <laughs> For a queen that's never been on Drag Race and a queen that's actually openly denied Drag Race. Yep. Wait. I, what? Mimi, you didn't know? <laughs> no. Oh, no, my no, God. No, I did not know. Give her Say, it, Alexis. No. I was asked to anticipate on a season um which i entertained during covid because i was bored okay um Mm -hmm. i just don't think and it might just be the demons in my head i can't imagine world of wonder saying let's take someone who already is stable financially and successful Mm -hmm. put them on a show and then give them a crown i can't imagine them wanting to give me the satisfaction of that I think they have a narrative that you have to go on Drag Race to become both of those things. And Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, whether people like it or not, or agree to disagree, I've done it without Drag Race. And I am a testament to being able to do it without Drag Race. And I was made for years to not be able to say that. And I'm not in a position now where I'm going to dumb myself down or like degrade my Mm -hmm. set of skills. So, um... Look, it might happen in the future. I can't imagine it happening right now. I like, hope that it will mm-hmm. because you know what? I see... That would be funny. And you know what? <laughs> it's not about the crown. I really don't think no. that it is. I mean, mm-hmm. you would go on really just to have fun with it. Putting myself in your shoes, I'd be like, I'm going to have fun with this little TV game. Oh, it would be... Mm-hmm. Look, Obviously thought... going to win, but like, so what if the machine doesn't want you to but win? But it's have a reality it. show. That's everything. Like... They can't control her. Like, it would never work because they can't control her. They would never, she would never do what they would want her to. They would never be able to fit her in a box. Like, I don't even know what box Alexis Stone would fit in. Right. I don't know. Like, I she's don't not a reality TV person. A, it's not going to be, oh my God, Alexis is on Drag Race. I think it would be a, mm-hmm. why is Alexis on Drag Race? Okay. Exactly. Okay. I see both mm-hmm. sides of the coin because I just want to see you on Selfish oh God, Day as a fan. A gag. Yes. It would be a fucking gag. And it like, would be so fun mm-hmm. to watch. I'd be like, everyone, where's the popcorn? <laughs> Alexis oh. is on TV. I think it's the having Stirring a mic the dolls. 24-7. Like, I would struggle with that. I also struggled at the idea of signing away my medical notes because I've worked so hard on myself over the years. And to give a production company that are there to exploit mm-hmm. your good and bad, I'm just not mm-hmm. there. Okay. Oh, I didn't even think about that. And they say, hey, do you want to talk about like let's talk about your boyfriend that killed himself. I'm just not going to, I'm not doing it. I'm not going there. I'm not right. giving viewers that entertainment. Protecting I'm yourself. Tra- you have to, especially now where I'm at with having a makeup brand and working with these big brands. Mm-hmm. I have to be careful with what I say. I would love I to run that. my mouth. I grew up sucking straight dick and like, <laughs> that was my background. I mean, haven't we all? <laughs> so I'm not PG and I'm not where the world is right now. And I'm yeah. okay with that. But I would love to meet RuPaul. Okay, yes. She's everything. Maddie Metamorphosis. I've not watched the show, but I saw a funny mm-hmm. meme and it was RuPaul saying, we've prepared a song for you to lip sync and they start playing fucking Ed Sheeran. Because what? what is she going to do when they put like Liza Minnelli on? Or, like... She's going to have to learn the song like the rest of the girls. <laughs> what do you mean? I haven't watched the show either, actually, so I can't really speak to it. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. So okay. I love the concept, mm-hmm. but I think little. Okay. Did you just did you just go or did I? Yes, yes, I did. I did. Okay. Your turn. I have a good one. It's, I mean, she technically is the original influencer, but I really want to know your thoughts. I feel like you are maybe the exact opposite than Paris Hilton. What do you think about her? Very clever. Mm-hmm. I think most people mm-hmm. can view that. I think for those that weren't aware up until recently, which really shocks me, that it's kind of like a persona. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of being born into a certain lifestyle, to do what she's done 
it's a lot harder than people think. I think, well, people go, well, she was born into money and well, she had a great platform. What she's done with it, it's mm-hmm. Paris Hilton. It doesn't, you can go anywhere in the world and say that name. And whether it's from the simple life or just being overall fabulous, it's a, it's drag. It's drag. That's yes. good old drag. And the thing yes, is, it is. it is. And the thing is, a lot of the time, I think people are so quick to cut down those that were born into money or that seem like they have it all or never had to work a day in their lives. It is in some aspects, so much harder for those people to break out of their families and do their own thing. I mean, I've seen it firsthand and that's why I have so much respect for respect for, and that's why I have so much respect for Paris Hilton because she really Mm -hmm. has done that and she's made it look so effortless and she's just now coming forward and talking about all Mm -hmm. of it. And she's actually been on the pod sitting exactly where you are, Alexis. And I just, I love this bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm just like you are everything. I love it. I think it's I think it's genius. Okay, work. work. I gain great enjoyment Me from too. watching her. I was very intrigued to see what you thought because she's a plastic <laughs> surgery free girl. We are pro Is she surgery. Really never had. She said no. Mm-mm, she's not had anything done. Well, she looks fucking. I don't think she has. She does. No, she hasn't. Well, we can talk about the Los Angeles nothing, secret. Nothing face, no injectables. No, she swears by that. What's the Los Angeles? I can't secret, confirm or deny, but. Oh, let's bleep that because she told me that in confidence. Okay, my turn? Yes. Okay, um, here we go. Nikki Tutorials. Oh, which was your first transformation yep. ever. Uh, I think she's beautiful. I think she's done a really good job of not getting involved in the nonsense of her friends. And I understand that. We used to talk back in the day and I think when I made the mistakes of life she distanced herself rightfully so but it's just a re- it's beautiful watching someone thrive and flourish um i do cringe at how <laughs> pg everything is like yeah I'm oh, like, okay girl we're in a room on our own filming videos like you're not laughing at anyone like but that's just mm-hmm. me being crude and i like a producer oh <laughs> say what you want to say. I look. She has her audience. It's very PG Disney. Mm-hmm. I'm rotten. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> sitting there and talking about sucking dick and like topping the trade. Mm-hmm. So, what she does is lovely. Mm-hmm. You know what's weird about her though? Before we go on, she was really upset with Ellen for not saying hi to her, and I was like, Ellen is not gonna say hi to you, bitch. Ellen like, don't what do you? Care. Ellen don't care. You ain't like, Angelina she's Jolie. She's busy. Yeah, she's busy. Ellen got it bad. <laughs> she did. Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn. Oh, wow. What do you think about that whole situation? Mm-hmm. Did you kind of deep dive and like divulge in it? Like, give me everything. Because it's a sibling rivalry and it's it's savage. I think it's intense. It's There's never been a scenario like this. So I think it's very easy to say, well, it's so embarrassing watching two grown women. But she hasn't grown up in a normal situation and scenario like many adults. So... I think whatever it is that she's going through, rightfully so, she needs to be heard. It's the first time in her life. Mm -hmm. Um, Do I think social media is the right platform? No, of course not. I think it could be resolved over like a a dinner or like a private phone call. But I also understand when someone puts nonsense out about you or a narrative that you don't believe is true for whatever reason, you do need to clear your name. Um, And I think it was so easy for so many years to say, well, Brittany was crazy. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's, it's, interesting to watch to say the least and i just hope that they get to a place of peace i don't know if they'll ever get there because jamie feels some kind of way about the incredibly privileged life she has been given by the hard work of her sister um Mm -hmm. and i completely understand everyone's voice is valid but 
um, in the same breath, you're not Britney Spears. Tact. Girl. Tact. It is mm. so entertaining, but mm. also so heartbreaking. <laughs> oh, it's, it is. Like it's I lot. see, I just see like the legal stuff and everything coming out and I can't mm-hmm. help but read it because I'm a fan of both of them. And it's like, I just think that it's so heartbreaking, but like I am in it and mm-hmm. I'm so happy mm-hmm. that Britney is free. I'm so happy that Absolutely. Jamie has a book, but like everything going on is just like, wow, bitch. Like this is so intense. So I had to ask you. Yeah. What about James Charles? I think growing up on the internet is not easy. I think what he went through, regardless of the morals behind it, having two Mm -hmm. grown adults come at a child like that could have ended in suicide. It really could have. I don't think anyone deserves Mm -hmm. to go through that. Regardless of their intent, I do have a place of sympathy towards everyone. Um, I don't think we have much in common. Um, I get the straight men. Um, but oh I wish him all the best. He's he's a child. He's growing up. I hope he lives his best fantasy. I think when these kids um, get invited to these Kardashian events, I think they seem to forget that they really are just sort of like a ticking box on the marketing team's strategy of being like, well, let's invite the puffin makeup and let's invite mm-hmm. this and that. I think they get this Kardashian lifestyle and they get so involved in the fantasy where they convince themselves that that is what they are. Um, it's real, but it's not. And again, it's very, it's scary. And I really hope mm-hmm. it doesn't end in something really tragic, which if it was to happen again, I think would. So all the best. But what are your thoughts? Because James Charles to me is like a no-go. I mean, he's a pedophile. It's- it's the pedophile for me. It's really hard for me to reconcile that fact that he was going after these young boys. And he publicly admitted to it. I'm like, why it's... did the authorities not seize his phone and laptop mm-hmm. and legally rule mm-hmm. out any foul play? Because I'm sure if they took his hard drive and his iCloud, mm-hmm. it would have gotten messy. Girl, she should be behind bars or at least investigated. Pro- but she's white and least. she's rich. So yeah. she's untouchable. Hello. But I'm also from England. So <laughs> we <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there's a video I watched of like English people like back in the fifties or something. Like I think they had the question was like, would you date a sixteen year old girl? And everyone was like, Absolutely. Oh, they would have been married by then. <laughs> oh my yes. god. Mm-hmm. Back in the fifties, they're oh like, nah, I'm not into cougars. <laughs> <laughs> so we are about to take a quick break. Will you stay with us for some of our uh listeners' queries? No. Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. Of course. Alexis Stone is now leaving. <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, welcome back. We are here to answer some of your calls if you are unaware, which you definitely are not. You can call us at one eight four four queries. That's Q U E E R Y S. Call and ask us anything. Nothing is off limits, bitch. We want R rated, PG, fourteen A, whatever, wherever you're at. Anything. Give it to us. So, Alexis, are you ready to dive into some questions? I'm ready. Okay, Give it to us, go. Mimi. Hey, girl. My name is Sia, and I live in Los Angeles. And I really want to. Um, I, will, I think it would be best for you guys to talk, well not best, I think it would be a good idea for you guys to bring, um, have a 
a podcast episode on um, transgenders that are, like, out here in Hollywood that are, you know, are homeless and stuff like that. And because I have experienced homelessness and how, like, it's really hard out here, especially when, when you're a working girl. But, like, um, I thought it would be cute for that, um, to let people know and inform people of what it's like for a girl out here in Hollywood. Thank you. Bye. Sierra, thank you for calling again. Um, we've heard from you before. And that's a great idea. I think that we should have somebody. What do you think about that, Gigi? Oh, I'm obsessed. I actually, it's very funny that she brings that up. That she's in LA. I could have ran into her today. I was at the LGBT Center in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I was having a doctor's appointment. And in the waiting room, I was sitting with my husband and my best friend. And we ran into this girl named Diamond. And she literally is exactly what you described. And we were talking about the podcast and just her situation and I got so inspired because it's mm-hmm. my city I live here now I I really don't see that aspect in the thick of it like she did and I thought that this is so inspiring and could also just change my perception on it because I have tons of friends who are working girls as she said I I you know I get I get it I've never done it but I I think that we could learn a lot from it. And this is a safe space. And I feel like we absolutely need to have her or somebody from the same walk of life on. Mm-hmm. Sierra calls back. Do you have anything to say, Alexis? Growing up with trans women, I've seen it all. I've, mm-hmm. again, like I've seen the good and the bad of it. I think as a working girl, as a trans woman, it's expensive to transition. And mm-hmm. we don't live in a and world And it's survival. Now. Oh, it's, it's not all glamorous. And... Mm-hmm. Um, you got to do what you got to do. And I completely sympathize for that. It's dangerous. And I just hope that people stay safe. But it's a really unspoken truth that I think a lot of people need Mm -hmm. to hear because we live in a world now where people see the end result and they don't know the ins and outs of how rough it can be out there for a lot of the girls. And um, yeah, it's definitely a message that needs to be heard. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Sierra. Okay, our second caller. Wait, I just realized I'm not gay, so am I allowed to leave a, a, a question or a voicemail? Um, no. Bye, have a good day. Absolutely not. Do what? not call in if you are straight. <laughs> oh my god, ew, that made me so sad. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Well, um, yes, please call back with your question. That was actually really cute. I feel like that could be like a sound on TikTok or something. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I really want to hear what you had to say. Allies are welcome. Bitch, if you've been listening, we've had allies yes. on the pod. Here's a safe space. I mean, yeah, get it. But that was really cute. Yeah. We're going to have to definitely save that. Yeah, ask us any of your questions. I want to give you relationship advice. Come on. Okay. Our third and last query. Here we go. Hey, I'm Kyle. I live in Alberta, uh, but I live in Montreal. Anyways, um, I just want to know, what is your unsung hero moment? Because I feel like everyone has been a hero in a moment that no one saw. And what was a time where you were a hero and you were never recognized for it? Like, what is your unsung hero moment? Tell us. Oh my God, you're literally asking us to show ourselves off. <laughs> oh my God, this is such a weird question, but Gigi, do you, let's let Alexis go first. What is your unsung hero moment, Alexis? God, just surviving. This is such a hard question. Just being oh here God. has been exhausting. I, oh, that's a tough one. Should we like think on it for a second? 
Let's think on it. Maybe I'll give one for Gigi. Oh, Mark, you read my mind. I was going to ask you. <laughs> I have the worst memory ever, and I don't even know. Obviously, there are so many, but one thing that sticks out to me was how you handled all of this, like, at 16. Yes. Like, when we were 16 years oh, old. That's a good one. Love but, that. Thanks. Like, but when we were 16 years old, like, you had nurses of, like, cancer patients reaching out to you. And we're like, hey, like, I have somebody, they have cancer, and, you know, like, they really love you. And you literally just took that on. You took that on. We would drive together. To do. We would get Starbucks but, and drive together and go. It was, like, not a thing. Like, it was not a thing. But looking back at that, that is such, that is a lot to take on as a 16-year-old. Oh, bitch. I feel it's like at 16, I had already lived. I was mm-hmm. way older than 16 in my heart. Yeah. Um, wow, I sound like Britney Spears in, in my heart. No, I, I really do. Well, thanks, Mark. Mm-hmm. Anything you can think of, Alexis? An un... oh, I don't know unsung, like maybe something thinking about it, like with a different lens, like something that you haven't posted, something that people don't see. It's the authenticity for me. People don't understand how hard it is for someone to be authentic. And like they don't get enough credit for that. Right. I don't know. I think it's really hard to talk about your life because people struggle mm-hmm. to relate to anything unless they've experienced it. But there have been mm-hmm. like serious things that I've gone through like over the years. And it does really take a lot of energy just to get out of bed. So um, I'm proud of where I'm at. I'm proud of what I'm able to give out to the world because there's so many people out there wanting to see you fail and shit on you. And mm-hmm. to be able to turn around and go, actually, no, I'm not ready fucking just yet. Yes. So, um, so your mental health, mm-hmm. technically, is that what you're saying? Like yeah. you, your determination? I like, relate to that. Mm-hmm. I think it's like I've done a good job of taking all of the energy, the good and the bad, and channeling it into something what mm-hmm. I would like to be. If anything, not my words, just what I put out into the world. I hope, if anything, it just like inspires people because growing up in a broken family and sort of teaching your way on your own to navigate a relatively healthy and normal lifestyle whilst doing all of this, it's rough and it's tough, but um, given the time, you do find your tribe and you can thrive, so. You know what's you know what's funny? This just made me think of this while you were saying all that. I really was taken to a place of when you said everyone has to get out of bed in the morning or it, it's hard mm-hmm. to get out of bed in the morning. It's very interesting to think and switch your lens and think everyone has to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah, And in your day, you might be waiting in the longest line at the DMV or like just having the shittiest fucking day, not feeling cute about yourself, whatever the case may be. You could think about your most inspirational person that you think they might be going through the same thing. Like they are on this planet mm-hmm. with gravity, yeah. breathing air, the same air that you are, and they had to get out of bed the yeah. same way that you did. And yeah. maybe they didn't even fucking get out of bed, bitch. Maybe mm-hmm. that they are they are so depressed. Yeah. They're going through it. It's it really is like a mindset switch. Mm-hmm. Not to think yeah. that someone's doing worse than you. Just the fact that we're all in this together. Yep. Agreed. That's the hardest thing is that I don't know why this happens to all of us, but we all think we're alone. We all think that we have no one else doing the same thing as us. And, you know, it's once you realize that it does, like you said, it does change a switch and that it does, it, you, you you don't have to feel alone because there is somebody else out there who's feeling the exact same way as you are and that have gone through the same thing and come out on the other side. I mean, I couldn't think of a better way to wrap this up. This took a turn. I will say a lot of mm-hmm, podcast guests, turn. I know what I'm getting in for. We yep. got really deep on plastic surgery, of course, but a lot of other things. Thank you for being super vulnerable. Thanks. I think it's the best way, best policy. 
So what are you working mm-hmm. on? Where can people find you? All that good stuff. And what are we doing tonight? I mean, this is obviously going to come, come out way later, but her and I are going out tonight. <laughs> We're going out tonight. They're releasing a new TV show. Yes. So it would be rude not to, as the men of West Hollywood ourselves, <laughs> it would be rude not to. So We have to. Good thing God I have my breastplate on. <laughs> I don't know. Doing that, being creative, working on my second installment with a fashion house. So um, it's fun. I'm excited for this year. Drained already. I mean, hello. Um. (laughs) Everyone's got to get up out of bed. Anyways, thank you so much, Alexis, for being with us today. And thank you guys for listening. So see you next Wednesday. Love you. Stay gorgeous. Thanks to our very special guest, Alexis Stone. And thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Gigi Gorgeous and at Mark Maverick. And as always, Queerified is a presentation of Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. Please listen, rate, and review. It helps us so much. And follow all episodes. Available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. See you on the next one. <laughs>